from the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Before we get into this week's news, let's have a quick look at what happened last weekend right across VK for the PR for Amateur Radio Expo. Hello there, I'm Graham VK for BB. Some of the aims of last weekend's PR for Amateur Radio Expo were community interaction and media coverage for Amateur Radio, with many successful examples occurring. ABC Regional Radio Bundaberg got into the spirit of things for the WIA's PR for Amateur Radio Expo when Ross Kay and Wayne Shearman interviewed VK4HAX Dave Nebby. There are two million amateurs worldwide, Dave said, and we've got 20,000 amateurs in Australia, and people still keep the tradition alive, like Morse code and that sort of thing. In Bundaberg, there are about 40 members in the club with over 100 people regularly on amateur radio bands. David says the availability of modern electronics means that whatever your interest, you can usually build it yourself. He told the ABC that amateur radio is different things to different people. Some like working on antennas, so they like to put up antenna to communicate with someone far, far, far afield. Dave VK4HAX enjoys building things, trying out a project and sharing it with other. PR for Amateur Radio Expo reports are still coming in, but initially include indications of some potential recruitment and that a greater understanding now existed among the public who did visit. Ipswich and District Radio Club President Glenn VK4FARR in the Ipswich Advertiser reports social media has not dampened the enthusiasm of those engaged in amateur radio. The club marked World Amateur Radio Day with an expo calling on residents to get involved in the fun. Glenn said it has never been easier to enter the hobby through the basic foundation licence and the Ipswich Club can show you how to join in the fun. He was speaking as modern amateur radio was showcased across the nation to the public at demonstration stations. A few visitors to the expo had seen an antenna in their neighbourhood and wondered what it meant. Some thought we'd gone out of existence. Others may have had a former relative involved or held an old-fashioned view of ham radio. Others had never even heard of us. The WIA CQ Expo stations have generated interest and stimulated much discussion on public relations among existing radio amateurs. PR Amateur Radio Expo reports are still coming in. Talking of recruitment, all in the family. Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club recently conducted exams for some prospective amateurs, including a mum and her three sons. Sunny Coast are happy to say they were all successful, and very soon, Dad will sit the exam. Who listens to radio? VK, when JR. VK, 4H. Super Tropical Cyclone. It's been a week since Tropical Cyclone Ita, with winds of 230 kilometres per hour, came ashore near Cooktown in far north Queensland and then swept south before heading out to sea. Initially rated Category 5 when making landfall late Friday, April the 11th, she damaged buildings, downed trees and cut infrastructure. Dale McCarthy, VK4DMC, reports that no Wireless Institute Civil Emergency Network, WISE and Activation, occurred to his knowledge, although 7.088 and 3.588 were monitored, with hams checking in to support the welfare of others. 
Communication losses did include a loss of landline and mobile services at Hopevale, loss of some ADSL services at Cooktown, the loss of 2G mobile base stations at Mount Piebald and Cape Flattery. Midweek, 2G and ADSL were still out in Cooktown. However, on the whole, mobile phones did remain mainly intact and fibre-optic cables provided communication with some areas. ABC Radio in Queensland and Radio TAB, where we prepare this WIA news, had in place a community service whereby, if in any cyclone area, where the only service on radio was left alive, that being the TAB racing service, ABC had the codes to enable their cyclone information program to take over the Radio TAB transmitters. Radio Australia activated its purpose-built shortwave outlet in Shepparton, Victoria, to beam the latest cyclone information into Queensland thousands of kilometres to its north. On the Sunday morning, throughout the deluge, the WIA news service did still get through from Cairns, Townsville and Felix on 40 metres in Ingham. Well done, guys. The Queensland VK4 state government is rolling out Microsoft's cloud-based Office 365 service across its 149,000-person workforce. The government will use Office 365 for messaging and email, as well as utilising the enterprise social network Yammer. All Australian radio amateurs may substitute their VK prefix with AX on Anzac Day, April 25. The WIA recommends that those who choose the alternate also confirm QSOs using a QSL card with the AX call sign. This also satisfies both prefix and card hunters. For example, the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia will have a special event station AX2CL at Bear Island in New South Wales. Bear Island is in Sydney's south near La Perouse and accessible by a footbridge and historic military fort and tunnels there can be visited, but only by a guided tour. Under a permanent agreement, the Australian Communications and Media Authority allows the alternative AX callsign prefix to be available on Anzac Day, also Australia Day, January 26, and ITU International Telecommunications Day, May 17. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au This is WIA Director Roger Harrison VK2ZRH I'm looking forward to attending the 2014 WIA Annual Conference on the Queensland Sunshine Coast over 16, 17 and 18 May My top four interests in life are art, science, technology and tomfoolery So our radio has all four covered. I did some homework on the attractions of the Sunshine Coast and I'm really looking forward to the sun, surf, sand and shenanigans to go along with the weekend's activities organised by the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. I'll be looking to top it all off by throwing a brim on the barbie on Sunday night at the club's headquarters. See you there. This has been a shameless plug for the 2014 WIA Annual Conference by Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. Around VK we go. Wasn't sure whether to use this in the Rewind section or right here in the Hams Across Australia. But it's the annual exhibition of the Meccano Modellers Association. It's to be held Saturday, April 26. Now, if you have fond memories of making Meccano models in your youth, then pop along and see over 100 models of all sorts of prototypes made using Meccano parts from the earliest sets to the latest offerings. 
It is hoped this year to have a large working model of the Hammerhead Crane at Garden Island. The date, Saturday, April 26, the location, French's Forest Baptist Church in Sydney, between 10 and 4. Speaking of Sydney, P25 in Sydney is certainly growing with 10 repeaters now on air and plans well underway by Matt VK2LK to link in another P25 set of repeaters from around the world. A group of active P25 users have recently started a Facebook group and invite other P25 users to join. Just search for Sydney P25 Ham Radio User and also join them on their weekly net held at 8pm each Tuesday evening for half an hour on the Horsley Park P25 repeater. That's with a knack of 293 on 438.1375. VK3 homebrewers to meet at Homebrew Construction Group. That's at Amateur Radio Victoria Rooms, 40G Victory Boulevard, Ashburton, Saturday, May the 3rd. The day will be devoted to tuning and testing, so bring along a project that needs a tweak or some serious analysis. A range of test equipment will be available on the day. All are welcome to attend the meeting, Saturday, May the 3rd at 2pm. Now to VK4 and to VK6. Yes, a combined effort this week, and... This week, WIA National News was told of a good story by Rod VK4FLYT. To tell us more, here is Jeff VK4 Zulu Popper Popper. Rod lives in the east coast city of Maryborough in Queensland. On the other side of the continent lives a family friend, Kim, in Albany, Western Australia. Whilst tropical cyclone Ida was tracking towards the north of Queensland, Kim had a problem. Her father had just moved into an aged care facility and some of his larger possessions needed moving from the family home to his new residence. No one in the immediate family locally had any suitable transport, and at this point Rod spoke to Kim and learned of the situation. In true amateur spirit, he rallied to the cause with a casual, let's see what we can do. Rod set about gaining some knowledge of the Albany area, and the internet soon led him to learning about the Southern Electronics Group. From there, it was a quick journey to speaking with old-timer Tom Reed, VK6TR. After introductions over the phone, the problem was explained to Tom, who promptly volunteered to use his car and trailer for the move. By coincidence, Tom's granddaughter works in the very wing of the resident that Kim's father has moved to. Now, I would mention that Tom is an octogenarian, and his generosity is to be much applauded. Rod is pleased that the amateur spirit has worked in such a positive way across the continent. Thanks to Tom for his help, and thanks to Rod for helping out. For WIA National News, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. With international news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Experimental 25 MHz WWV broadcast. WWV has resumed broadcasting on 25 MHz on a limited experimental basis. The broadcast consists of the normal WWV signal heard on all other WWV frequencies at the same level of accuracy. This 25 MHz signal is not continuous. It will typically be on the air from approximately 1500 to 2100 UTC, Mondays through Fridays, but may operate outside these hours as well. The broadcast may be interrupted or suspended without notice. 
Listener comments and reception reports may be emailed to www at nist.gov. From the Delta to the DMZ and beyond, extended 40 metre band for Vietnamese hams. Radio hams in Vietnam can now enjoy the extended 40 metre band up to 7200 kilohertz, the 30 metre band and new frequencies on 80 metres up to 3900 kilohertz, as well as the new 600 metre band and 1800 kilohertz to 2000 kilohertz. ARRL report the high-frequency active auroral research program HARP facility in Alaska could be decommissioned or dismantled altogether unless the U.S. Air Force can find a new prime contractor to take over the 35-acre facility. The facility has long been a subject of fascination for hams and the target of conspiracy theorists. The facility shut down last year and, with the exception of some contract-funded research, it has essentially remained in standby. Bill Moore, November Charlie 1 Lima, ARRL Awards Branch Manager, reports on the Crimea and DXCC situation. Upon request of the CEO, the ARRL Awards Committee evaluated the situation at present in Crimea against the DXCC rules. Crimea is not a DXCC entity, neither Russia nor Ukraine are a rare entity, and the vast majority of confirmations used for DXCC credit for either entity do not involve Crimea. RSGB's G4NJH now joins the WIA National News to look at the UK reductions to their 13cm and 9cm bands. Let's hope this is not the beginning of a worldwide trend. Following a consultation last year, Ofcom has decided it will remove from the amateur radio licence all frequencies in the 2.3 and 3.4 gigs bands that overlapped with those plans for award or new civil uh, uses. Specifically, this means 2350 to 2390 and 3410 to 3475 MHz. Ofcoms will give amateurs at least 12 months' notice of this intention, but will put in place a procedure to remove amateur access to adjacent frequencies if necessary in the future. Amateur users of the 2310 to 2350 MHz bands are requested to register their use with Ofcom and provide contact details. Ofcom has been required by the MOD to ensure that their systems are adequately protected from interference from amateur users in both the release and adjacent bands, and the statement contains guidance from Ofcom with which amateur users must comply with immediate effect. Full details can be found on the Ofcom website. The FunCube SAT team have concluded that although the battery temper does reduce slightly during full-term transponder operation, it remains within specification. It has been decided that in future the satellite's transponder should be activated at weekends. The plan is to activate the transponder between 1930 and 2230 UTC on Friday evenings and deactivate it 1930 to 2230 UTCs on Sunday. During the rest of the week, the transponder will only be available when the satellite is in eclipse, that's to say darkness. The schedule is totally reliant on the availability of command stations, who will do their very best to ensure it's maintained. Noble laureate Joe Taylor, K1JT, was the guest of honour to reopen the restored 25-metre Dwingle Do radio telescope in the Netherlands. The dish will see some radio amateurs use see some radio amateur use on 23 SEMS. With a renovation complete, the radio telescope will be used by radio amateurs 
amateur astronomers and by budding researchers. It has been used for several years by Dutch radio amateurs for EME work, including during the ARRL EME contest. A Moto TRBO digital voice repeater has taken the place of a D-Star system that was underutilized in Scotland. On March 4th, the GB7DD D-Star repeater in Dundee was shut down due to lack of use. It was replaced by a Motorola Moto TRBO DMR digital voice repeater provided by Martin Higgins, MM0DUN. According to the Radio Society of Great Britain, the GB7DD is the first DMR repeater on the air in Scotland and is a UHF system on 439.6625 MHz with a 9 MHz split. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline and the RSGB. The MP3s you can find on the web at the link on www.rsgb.org. I'm Jeremy Boots, G4NJH, and you're tuned to VK1WIA. Hi, this is Phil Waite, VK2ASD. There's only a few weeks left to register for the WIA's AGM on the Sunshine Coast, so we hope to see you all there. You can register on the WIA website at www.wia.org.au. Produced by Q News for the WIA, this is the National News Service, relayed throughout Australia and originates from VK1 WIA. Next Saturday, the 26th of April, the Hornsby and Districts Amateur Radio Club will be operating VK2 IMD, the only international Marconi Day station in Oceania. The link to Marconi is that he sent the first messages from Britain to Australia, which were received in Warunga near Hornsby. These were sent from the Marconi station near Carnarvon in North Wales on behalf of Australian Prime Minister Billy Hughes and his Minister for the Navy, Sir Joseph Cook, who had just visited the troops in France. VK2 IMD will operate on various MF and HF bands from 10am Saturday to 10am Sunday, Sydney time. A special QSL card will be available. There are dozens of other award stations active, including GB2MD and GB4MD in Weinvower, the transmitting site, and GB8MD in Towen, the receiving site. For VK1WIA News, this is Julian, VK2YJS. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. With special event stations, DX Beacon, Repeater and Netadvice, I'm Felix VK4FUQ from Soggy, Ingham. AMNCW on Anzac Day, April 25. An annual Anzac Day event that just keeps on growing is the use of AMNCW on our bands, in honour of those modes being used by the service personnel in earlier wars. The event idea came from a telephone conversation between Mike Banjo-Patterson. VK4MIK and World War II Coast Watcher in Papua New Guinea, Lionel Veal. He set up his ATR4AHF radio and orientated the antenna from behind enemy lines. Lionel was one of those brave Coast Watchers who sent back vital information. The concept was developed by the Tableland Radio Group in far north Queensland. Basically asked us to consider changing modes on Anzac Day nets. As an honour and amateur radio salute to those who served or are serving... The Tableland Radio Group, VK4GHL, will be operating from a World War II military hospital igloo at Rocky Creek Memorial Park, being restored by the Atherton Rotary Club. 
the use of a Vaughan AM transceiver plus a display of ex-military radio and Morse code keys, including an ATR4 ray, will be on show. In Cairns, using old AM gear will be Nick Watling, VK4YT, and Barry Smeaton, VK4ALK. Townsville Amateur Radio Club members are at different sites, including the old Selheim military base on 7115 MHz. Up here in Ingemar, Jeff, VK4AJH, and Mario, VK4MS. Ships include Cole, VK4RAN, on HMAS Diamantina. Luke, VK3HJ, and Tony, VK3VTH, at HMAS Castlemaine, as VK3RAN. Ballarat Showgrounds hosts a multitude operating portable. At the Tumby Bay RSL Hall in South Australia, Spencer Golf from 10am until 4pm will be Alan Grumpy Way, AX5PBZ. Hopefully this old modes event will also have operations from other museums and sites as we commemorate the 99th year of the Anzac landing. Lest we forget. ARRL Awards Branch Manager Bill Moore, NC1L, says the 2013 9X0HP from Rwanda has been approved for DXCC credit. If anyone had this rejected in a recent application, please send a note to bmore at arrl.org. World Radio Sport Team Championship receives Colvin Grant. WRTC 2014 Inc., the host of the 2014 World Radio Sport Team Championship competition, has received a significant financial contribution in the form of a Colvin Award grant. The Colvin Award is managed by AWRL and funded by an endowment established by the late Lloyd D. Colvin, W6KG. 59 teams of top amateur radio contest operators from more than 40 countries will travel to the New England area July to compete. More reports heard the Mildura Beacon. The popular VK3F5-473kHz CW Beacon at Mildura in northwest Victoria has had nearly 80 reports as we move closer to improved propagation during the winter. The report of it being heard in New Zealand has been repeated by Keith ZL4MD at Rippenvale Cromwell. The CW has provided so much interest on that band. The Beacon will continue with it being turned on at 0900 hours UTC and off at 2200 hours UTC. Panama Canal Special Event This year, Panama is celebrating its 100th anniversary of the Panama Canal. On August the 15th, the Panamanians will celebrate the 100th anniversary of their inaugural transit through the Panama Canal. This activity is organised by amateurs of the Republic of Panama. A special event station is operating as HO100CANAL until August 15. Awards Portable Action in Victoria National Parks A number of Keith Rocher Memorial National Parks Award activations are planned, with most activity happening on the 40-metre band. For example, listen for Croa Jenga Long on Easter Monday the 21st from 10am to 11am local. Then, the Little Desert, the 26th from 1pm, the Lakes, May 3 at 1, and a bit further out, Hiranandra is likely June 8 during the Queen's birthday weekend. On Saturday the 5th and Sunday the 6th of April 2014, a special activation weekend was held to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the VK5 National and Conservation Parks Award. The award promotes portable activity from South Australia's 21 national parks and 266 conservation parks. With more, here is Paul, VK5PAS. During the weekend, there were a total of 98 park activations by 29 dedicated activators. 
Of these 98 park activations, 84 were from different parks all over South Australia, including the York Peninsula, Mid-North, the South East, the Adelaide Hills and the Riverland. Over 2,300 QSOs were made over the two days by the activators, all around Australia and around the world. There was also a total of 794 park-to-park -park contacts. Special park-to-park -park certificates are issued as part of the award for those amateurs operating portable from a South Australian park who make contact with another amateur in a South Australian park. It was extremely pleasing to see over 11 amateurs operating portable from a park as part of the award for the very first time. This included David VK5AAH, Gary VK5FGRY, John VK5FMJC, Gordon VK5GY, Andrew VK5KET, Les VK5KLV, Peter VK5KPR, Bill VK5MBD, Peter VK5KX, Paul VK5VCO, and Andrew VK5MR. Special mention to Tony VK3VTH, who travelled across the border and activated three parks in the southeast of South Australia. And also to Andy VK5AKH and Mark VK5QI, who operated as VK5ARG and activated a total of 20 parks on Sunday. Quite an effort, guys. Thanks to everyone that participated, both activators and park hunters. The weekend was a real success and very enjoyable. In the past fortnight, over 20 award certificates have been mailed out to amateurs in VK2, VK3 and VK5. For more information on the VK5 Parks Award, please visit the website at vk5parks.com or the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society website at ahars.com.au Thanks for listening. I'm Paul, VK5 Papa Alpha Sierra, on behalf of the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society. G'day, this is Jamie, VK2YCJ from Newcastle. I'm really looking forward to catching up with you at the WIA AGM. It's only a month away. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. N8PK appears with students in a YouTube video. Patrick Kilroy, N8PK, makes a brief appearance in a recently released video on YouTube. In it, he's working with a couple of his students, working the AMSAT satellites as practice for future NASA engineers. They get a whole minute of the seven-minute limelight starting at about the two-minute mark. And you get a little chuckle at the tail end during the thank yous. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW. ILLW reaches a milestone. The 200th registration for the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend, held on the third weekend of August, is the 152-year-old Cabo Sorello Light Station in Spain. The Spanish registration comes from Hans DK6EA and Heike DC2CT, who will activate the lighthouse for the first time in the annual fun event. On the Atlantic coast, near to the northwestern city of Vigo, the octagonal stone tower painted with red and white horizontal bands was an entry point to the Rio de Vigo in the south. The old lighthouse with a large two-storey keeper's complex is on an important headland and has also once had a fog signal.
So far, there are 205 registrations from 30 countries in this year's International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. For past and current activations, the guidelines, and to make an online registration for August the 16th and 17th, visit the website www.illw.net. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Please be advised that the annual general meeting for the Wireless Institute of Australia Civil Emergency Network, South Australia, that's WISE and SA, will be held on Friday the 9th of May 2014 at 1900 hours. The meeting will be held at the St John's Ambulance Building, 79 Acorn Road, Camden Park. A speaker from the South Australian Veterinary Emergency Management, or SAVEM, will present from 19.30 with the meeting to be held after a light supper is served. All positions, including President, will be vacated and nominations are now being called. Any questions, please contact Andrew McMichael. Article suggests more use of MCOM hams. Most local and country emergency management plans ignore amateur radio is the title of an article in the Ground Report issued by Creative Comms. The article by Robert Tilford seeks an answer as to why more and municipalities and other agencies are not including ham radio as a resource in the planning for events such as natural disasters and even terrorist attacks. He notes the ability of radio amateurs to communicate from these disasters, enabling them to serve as an extremely valuable and vital communications tool for dissemination of critical information when other more traditional means fail. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Well, there we be, the end of WIA National News for the Easter weekend. On the social scene, left in April, of course this weekend in VK2, is the Yurunga Convention, Easter 2014. And April 25 in VK3, it's the big Anzac Day event at the Ballarat Showgrounds. OK, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported, you decide.